following is a production of Word Alive Creative Arts. Welcome to the podcast of Word Alive International Outreach in Oxford, Alabama, an apostolic center for transformation and freedom. We pray today that you will be blessed and strengthened by this powerful message. We started out... um, couple months ago now with this word God released to us that the next 90 days would be full of Isaiah 54. Hopefully you're still reading it. Hopefully you're still praying that in and uh, gleaning from it and praying the prayer of Jabez, right? God bless us indeed. Anybody praying this with me or four of us, everybody else only going to another church? What is it? Uh, praying, <laughs> Lord bless us indeed. Lord enlarge our territories. Lord, let your hand be upon us, right? Keep us from evil that we don't cause pain. Now, what I find interesting is that started, the word came in Ju- on July 2nd, so we're almost 50 days into that word. Next week, we slip into a new biblical season called the month of Elul, and this is where traditionally you blow the trumpet for 40 days preparing to enter into Rosh Hashanah, Day of Atonement, the head of the year. And it says the books of heaven are open, and God determines how much favor you need to go on and fulfill your purpose and destiny. Anybody here feel like you need some favor in in this season of your life? And so I find that very interesting that that culminates with this word because we will just about be right on schedule by the time head of the year gets here, the biblical head of the year that we have finished 90 days of Isaiah 54 and the blowing of trumpets. So next week, we'll be giving first fruits. And all you, how many own a shofar? Let me see, you got the shofar players. This is where we bring our shofars every Sunday, and we just let it rip. And people think we're kind of wild, but we don't care because we know what's happening. When we release this sound, heaven hears it, hell hears it, the atmosphere hears it, and God begins to move in our behalf. And so we, we, we get pretty excited this time of year when God starts drawing us to himself to release favor in our lives. And uh, we really, there's some things I'll start sharing with you next week about favor. I'm calling it this year, this Teshuvah, this season of Teshuvah, Return to the Lord. I'm calling it 40 Days of Favor. So go ahead and touch two or three people and say, get ready. We're about to enter 40 Days of Favor. And I got that because Isaiah 54, as I've been reading it, one of the lines in Isaiah 54 says something like this. It says, "My, my eternal kindness shall never depart from you. That's God's favor. My eternal kindness. What is favor? I better hang on. I'll get to preaching on it today. But what is favor? Favor is just things that we don't deserve. Favor is mistaken identity. Somebody else should have got the blessing and you did. Somebody else should have got the promotion and you did. Somebody else should have got the breakthrough, but you got it. And I don't understand all of how favor works, but I know I've had seasons where it's been on my life and it's awesome. And I have seasons where I felt like it wasn't on my life and they're not so awesome. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for a new, fresh season of favor. Amen? So touch somebody else and say, I'm going to be touching you a lot today, and you're about to get favor on your life. Tell them. Now, we're going to try to get through this pretty quick because we really feel like the Lord's going to release something here as we're moving into this new season. And um, I feel like I've been reading Isaiah 54 over and over and over again, and for some reason, I've bypassed the very first instruction from the Lord. So if you, if we, just to rehash it with Isaiah 54, you know it talks about even though we've been barren in one season, we'll be fruitful in this season. 
In this season, God will enlarge us. In this season, we won't have to fear because we're not going to be ashamed. In this season, God will pour out great mercies. In this season, we will experience his everlasting kindness. In this season, we would experience the covenant of peace. We will be established in righteousness. We will be far from oppression. We'll be far from prayer. All of our children shall be taught by the Lord. What a great promise. All this is in Isaiah 54. And the biggest and last at the end, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Come on now. All that's in Isaiah 54, but I missed the first instruction. So let's look at it real quick. Isaiah 54, verse 1. Sing. <laughs> so God starts out this amazing promise with these words. Sing. Sing who? Barren people. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know what barren people have to sing about. So God's saying, if you'll start singing, even though you're barren, here's what will happen. You who have not born, if you will break into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, you'll have more children than the ones that are actually married, says the Lord, because I will let praise break you out of an old season and move you into a new season. Touch somebody else say, we're moving out of one season to another season. Now, that word sing is a Hebrew word, renah, which means a shout of rejoicing. The best explanation is a sound that comes from a breakthrough. Singing, joy, praise. See, even this morning when Davey was like, go to the left, go to the left, and that's not just to try to get our cardio up. This is a spiritual thing that most people, unfortunately, don't understand because they've not understood the scriptures. This is a spiritual thing that we're moving sound, movement, and joy. And when that happens, something starts moving in and around us in an unseen realm. And things that were holding you back start breaking off of you. And things get, start getting off of you. And you start moving into a new place. I watch myself preach sometimes when I get in that mode. It sure is embarrassing. I, I rewatch it on YouTube and I'm like, I'm like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> the key to advancement is through praise. Praise and worship produce glory. Look at Psalm 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with Enter into his gates with, and come before his gates with, be thankful to him and bless his name. Now, I don't know about you, but I found myself many times like Israel. Israel was going through the wilderness, only had just enough. And what happened? They started to complain. And I used to read about this, you know, how could they complain? I mean, God split the Red Sea. They were met with a cloud by day and a fire by night. Rained egg McMuffins from Hannah and then from, from egg McMuffins from Hannah, from Hannah, Hannah, from heaven. <laughs> Chick-fil-A trays. Come on. But it was just enough. And so I didn't understand that until I've been in a season where I've just had just enough. And what's what's 
What happens if you're not careful, you can start complaining about just enough. And when you start complaining, the Bible says that when they complained, serpents came in and bit them. You know what happens when you complain? You open the door for the devil. Because where there is no gratitude, where there is no thanksgiving, that makes room for demonic forces because they love to fill us with bitterness and disappointment and all these negative energies that come our way. But I've got a sure course way to get you out of that. If you will quit looking at what you have and look at what God has and start praising him and thanking him and have an attitude of gratitude, he will break you out into a new season. Church three people say, I'm about to get happy in praise. It's time to go forth. Somebody say go forth. go forth. In praise. Look at Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. Amen. He inclined to me. He heard my cry. He brought me out of a horrible pit and out of a miry clay. That tells me he was stuck. Set my feet upon a rock. Establish my steps, put a new song in my mouth. Even praise to our God, many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Now my question is, leave that up there. Did he get out of the pit before or after he got the song? The psalmist reads it like this, but I have all inkling that he didn't get out of the pit until he got a new song in his mouth. Because I know in my life, seldom do I come out of a place until my praise gets at another level to get me out of where I'm at. Put a new song in your mouth. Have you ever found yourself, your mouth just starts getting more negative and negative and negative? And it's not, I'm not saying that's bad. It happens to me, it happens to all of us. Because the enemy just starts putting under such places. We're in a pit. We're stuck in a place and we can't get out. And all we can see is those things that are surrounding us. But I've got good news for somebody. When you start praising God, even in the midst of where you're at, something supernatural begins to transpire. The angels get involved somehow. And the next thing you know, one day you're in the pit. Next day, God has established your steps. You're walking in a new path. God has put praise in your mouth. And people say, my God. He has done great things for that people right there. Touch two people say, I'm coming out. Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those that dream. Our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. It goes on to say weeping may endure for the night, but joy is coming in the morning. I feel like the Holy Ghost is about to give me a wake-up call. We've been in a night season, but that joy, that rena, that joy, that exuberant praise, that thanksgiving, that gratitude is about to raise up in this army of God's people. And God is going to transition us from our captivity to a brand new season. Praise brings the victory. Look at this one. Psalm 98, oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done 
marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. Check this out. When God gets in a fight, he don't even have to use his whole body. Just his arm's enough to get you the victory. I was praying this morning to the Lord. I said, Lord, I need you to speak to me about, are we really in a season for victory? The Lord said, read Isaiah 59.1. Just like the Spirit of God said, read Isaiah 59.1. I flipped over there, man, was I blown away. He said, the Lord's arm is not short that it cannot save, and his ear is not heavy that he cannot hear. Some have said you, God can't get you out of where you're at. Some have said you, you got yourself in it. You're going to have to get yourself out of it. But I'm here to tell you, God's arm is not short that it cannot save, and his ear heavy that it cannot cannot hear in this season praise is about to move the hand of God in your life and you're going to see a breakthrough in the name of Jesus Woo! praise defeats the enemy second chronicles when he had consulted with the people he appointed those who should sing to the Lord who should praise the beauty of his holiness. And they went out before the army saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the enemy. The old enemy tries to get on us and oppress us. Push us down. Keep us. It happens to me, it happens to you, it happens to all of us. But praise, worship, singing, Breaks that stuff off us. It's powerful. This morning I woke up. I wasn't down, but I wasn't up. Y'all know what I'm saying? Woke up and I'm like, going to church. Right? It wasn't like, woo, going to church. It was going to church. And that's normally not me. Normally I'm like, woo. Especially after that second cup of joe. Woo, I'm going to church. <laughs> but it just kind of. So I went, prayed, and some scripture time, like the scripture I just gave you, but still, just kind of. I don't know about y'all, I sing well in the shower. <laughs> and I can belt it out, and I should do recording in the shower. <laughs> All of a sudden, this old song came to me. So I'm standing there in the shower, just not extremely happy, but there. All of a sudden, out of my belly came, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, early in the Morning, my song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty God in three persons. Blessed Trinity. Next thing you know, I was like, holy, holy, holy. Lord, I 
got a big shower. Lord God Almighty, early in the morning, my song shall rise to thee. And then I broke in, ain't no grave gonna hold this body down. Ain't no grave gonna hold this body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm gonna get up out of the ground. Ain't no grave. Heaviness broke, joy came, put me out of a pit onto the rock, sent me on my way. Stop somebody a high five, say, I'm coming out, I'm coming out. <laughs> Woo! It's powerful. It's powerful. Praise the Lord, it'll make you feel better. My circumstances hadn't changed, but my attitude has. My perspective has. See, praise gets your eyes off yourself and gets your eyes up on God. But most of us wait till Sunday and think you're going to get enough praise to get you through next Saturday. Praise is powerful, it's actually our weapon. Psalm 149, may the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands to execute vengeance, it says, on the enemy. This is our weapon from the Lord. Why? Because it says, in, I believe it's in Psalm 149, it says, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. One word says enthrones himself. When you start praising God, he gets involved in your situation. So we've ignored the very first thing God said in Isaiah 54 to enlarge our territory, and that's sing. Now, granted, we're not all singers. Touch your neighbor and say, hmm. <laughs> but the Lord said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You don't have to sing it, rap it. Speak it. Decree it. You don't have to sing. You can just get up and say, Lord, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord, I praise you because you woke me up this morning, got me on my way, moving me down. Lord, I praise you. I am saved by grace. Lord, I praise you that the heavens are opened over my life. Lord, I praise you that I'm healthy. Lord, I praise Say it, sing it, wrap it, decree it. Somebody lay me down a beat. No. Come on now. Here's what David said. Psalm 119, 164. Here's where I want to land. Seven times a day, I will praise you because of your righteous judgments. Seven times a day. I will praise you. 
Here's what I felt like the Holy Spirit instructed me. This next week, we should have seven days of seven times a day praise. Chuck Pierce started talking about it. And I've given you a handout there that you can take home with you. Gives you a scripture each day. You don't have to be 30 minutes. One minute. Get, out of the, get, get, get up, get going, get in the car. Pause one minute. Praise God. Midday, pause one minute. Praise him again. Lunchtime, one minute. Praise him again. Afternoon, seven to, set your phone to beep you seven times. That, to just get you, uh, you know, most of y'all get notifications. Just set you seven notifications. Say, praise time. Praise time. I promise you, here's what's going to happen. First day, nothing. No, I promise you, I don't even have faith for the first day. First day, it's going to be like. Second day. Third day, like. Fourth day. Fifth. Because that's what happens. Why? The enemy, that first day, that first day, he's going to test you. He goes, you fool. I can't even believe you listened to Kent, much less did what he told you to do. <laughs> All you got to do is say, hang on. The word says seven times a day. Yeah. I'm not doing it because Kent said it. I'm doing it because the word said it. I promise you this, it ain't going to hurt you. But I believe what's going to happen by the end of seven days, you will have shifted something over your life and home and family and you will have left an old season and fully stepped into this new season as next Sunday we move into this 40 days of favor and God's going to open the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that you don't even have room enough to receive yet in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been a presentation of Word Alive International Outreach, 122 Allendale Road, Oxford, Alabama. Reach us by phone at 256-831-5280 or at our website, wordalive.org. This has been a production of Word Alive Creative Arts.